0: Welcome to What I Wish I Learned in Law School. My name is Audrey Earhart, and I, just like you, am a practicing attorney, but I'm also the CEO and founder of Practice 42. At Practice 42, our goal is to build and sustain successful law practices across the nation. We do that in so many different ways, and I can't wait to talk to you more about that. Right now, I want you to know we're going to go ahead and focus on how you can become the next guest on my podcast, What I Wish I Learned in Law School, and share so much of your journey with our audience. I'm so excited. It's going to take about 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go ahead and jump in.
1: And with us right now, Heather Chubb. You are based in Folsom, California, and you are the principal and owner of Chubb Law Firm. You're on the web at chubblawfirm.com. Heather, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Yeah, my pleasure. Glad to be
1: here. Please give us an overview. What is Chubb Law Firm?
2: Chip Law Firm helps people with all kinds of life transitions and um, if you want to talk in technical terms, it's elder law, estates and trusts and special needs trusts. So we have some niches that a lot of people don't have. But the other thing I like to tell people is we do people puzzles every day. (laughs) I love the clients that I get to work with—we make a difference in people's lives. Yeah,
1: in the world of elder law, if you were to kind of come up with a USP or unique—you know—what makes you unique compared to other elder law firms in the region? Um, what would you say? You know, we specialize in X. We really focus on Y. What would those? What, what are the X's and Y's? Yeah.
2: yeah, I I really think what makes us different is we really really listen to our clients. We really want to get to know them and know what makes their particular family tick. And um, I think that we are head and shoulders above the rest in our area in doing that. And so people people seek us
1: out. In in elder law, I mean, it's it's a generally pretty sensitive time for most people. And I have to think as a consumer that if I were just being kind of shoved around and too systematized, I, I, I would that would degrade the experience. Sure. And and, and probably not a great time.
2: Right. So we do a lot of hand-folding. And while we have great systems in place, it doesn't feel like that to the
1: clients. And, And what our
2: systems allow us to do is really make sure that we are ticking all the boxes with every client every time, and we are moving their matter along so that they shouldn't feel like we're stalled in any planning process, and and I want to say we do all planning, so we don't do any elder law litigation or anything like that. It's all yeah. planning. For them.
1: Ultimately, you know, when you have great uh, you know, uh, case management, practice management systems, software, you have a great team, you've got great delegation that allows you to do more of what only you can do. Right. And so, Absolutely. yeah, Absolutely. tell me about that.
2: Yeah. Um, that is one of the keys. And, and I have to say, I've struggled with that over the years because staffing is so, so important mm. to be able to make you have the procedures and processes in place and you know what you want to do you have to have the other people to be able to hand off things so that you know i'm doing what's the highest and best use of my time and um and so staffing is so important and of course with the pandemic that's been really really challenging but when we've got the right people it makes all the difference and and the right people in this particular practice area have to love working with people. And they have to love meeting people of all types. It is, it's elder law, it's special needs. So we have people that have some challenges and sometimes they're a little bit hard to talk to, but they're all fabulous people and we love to help.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you use, obviously Practice42, we're really interested in yeah. systems and that sort of thing. Yeah. What, what do you use for practice management? So we
2: use clio for practice management. Oh, sure, yep. yep.
1: Okay.
2: We use um, LawMatics for our front end uh-huh. with our intake and our marketing. Um, I do use lawyer for uh-huh. doing judicial counsel forms for the the court stuff that yeah. we do. Um, that one was a big key for us because we we're a Mac office, and um, many of the uh, legal softwares.
1: PC, I know. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then we're also members of elder council, so we use elder Council for yeah. So we, we got all the best ones.
1: <laughs> you're sp- let's say you're speaking to a group of students, and they're getting ready to finish law school. They're going to get into their careers. What are some of the, you know, kind of the, either the tips that that someone could use long term professionally, and it would be valuable for the, for their career?
2: Yeah, I think one of the
1: biggest ones is. Not
2: doing it all yourself, learning how to delegate and trust yeah. other people. Otherwise, you're going to be working, you know, 18 hours a day and it's going to be really miserable. Uh, but delegation can be really hard.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. And not, you know, and sometimes you get in that trap where you might say, but no one can do it as well as I can. No one can do it as quickly as I can. Right. And so, you know, you, got, you get stuck in this this trap, which, you know, ultimately, you got you to gotta get out of that. You got to find great people, you know, make sure. And then I think um, once you
2: find people in order to get out of that trap of, I'm the only one that can do this, yeah. and I have to say, I was pitchy at that, um, good to train them well have mm. good processes in place, train them, and trust that other people can do stuff
1: too. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah.
2: And, and it's hard. It is really hard. That first letting go. I definitely remember one of the very first things I got off my plate was all of the drafting mm. of the trusts and everything. And I was super fast at it, could do it really well. As soon as I trained my paralegal and got that off my plate, it was one of those moments where I said, why did I do that so long? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just why? <laughs> and, and one of the keys to being able to pass that on to somebody else is having a good template to capture all of those design notes for the plan. And that it's systematic, it's the same every single time. And I find that the few occasions I haven't, used my design template it's way harder for my paralegal to draft
1: yeah um in terms of marketing uh, let's say that someone's uh you know they're going to private practice and and they right now they're like "I, i i have i just don't have enough clients i'm not making enough money what can what should they be doing consistently to help drive client attraction
2: Mm, you know, you've uh, hit on my Achilles heel. Yeah. Marketing, that hat sits not very comfortably on my hat. Sure. So, but I can tell you what you should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then don't ask me if I'm actually.
0: Right, doing right, right.
1: This, do but. what I say, not what I do.
2: Exactly. exactly. But I think, in particularly in the context of uh, elder law and estate uh, planning,
1: developing relationships
2: yeah. with the other professionals that are in this realm the the cpas can be super helpful the financial advisors um people that work in the facilities really important and then if you really want to focus on elder law developing relationships with other attorneys that just don't even want to touch this stuff can be really important. I'm getting a lot of referrals now from other attorneys. Yeah. Now that I've kind of reached out and like, we love special needs. Yep. We love elder law, and they're
1: like, oh yeah, we do. I've I've heard this a lot too about the importance of niching, right? Yeah. Where it's like I in the world of elder law, yes, we can do these other things, but this is what we are best. Right. We're, we're probably one of the best in the state <laughs> for this very specific, very niche thing. Yeah. That absolutely. definitely gets you good introduction.
2: It, it does. It does. So yeah, if you can find a niche like that that not everybody does, and you want to take a deep dive into it, yeah. it's like that in the
1: market. Yeah, absolutely. Heather, someone's listening to our conversation and they want to reach out. They want to connect with you for uh, you know partnering, networking. Um, you know, maybe even you know if you're hiring at some point in the future, um, what would be the best ways to engage with you? Your website, et cetera?
2: Yeah. So um, on the website, we do
1: have a contact us button. So and give give share your URL again. Yeah, it's
2: www.chublawfirm.com.
1: That's Chub with two B's. Great, chublawfirm.com. And then uh, again on the website, there's a contact us form. Yep. Uh, are you active on social? I'm um, sort of
2: active. <laughs> so, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find yeah. us on Facebook. Um, I think we're even on Twitter, except I can't remember the last time
1: I yeah, there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, we do have an Instagram account. So, we're doing all those things.
1: Yeah, sounds yeah. great.
2: And then, if somebody really wants to get a mattress, they can always call the office as well. And my intake coordinator, Pat, will get them set up with me.
1: All right, Heather Chubb, thank you so much. Chubblawfirm.com in Folsom, California.
0: Thank you, Heather. Thank you. It's Audrey Earhart here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, What I Wish I Learned in Law School. Listen, if you are a successful attorney and you want to share your message and you have something that you want to give back here, I would love you to be to have you there to be a part of my program. And that's again the What I Wish I Learned in Law School platform. That's our podcast. This is where you're really going to have the opportunity to share our amazing message. And listen, if you got something out of this interview, it's really important that you share our podcast with your social media. It's not just about our social media where we're going to be putting this out on our Instagram, practice Two, our Facebook, practice 2 You'll even see it on my LinkedIn, Audrey. You'll also see it on practice LinkedIn as well. We really want you to be part of this community so we can get your unique message out we're putting out so so much content on a weekly basis, I know you're gonna find something that piques your interest, you can learn from, share with your audience too. And listen, you can just do a quick screenshot of your phone number and text it to a friend so they can take a look at everything, they can see what you're up to on social media, they can see what we're up to. And really, this is the way that we're going to help our lawyer community learn what they need to know. There's so much that none of us learned in law school about how to run a business, how to optimize our processes, how to get the right marketing for our practice, how to use legal which changes on a daily basis listen let's get connected let's stay connected i'm so appreciative of you for being here thank you for listening and we'll see you next time